0: Welcome to a Sports Lounge podcast where we celebrate the athlete's success on off the field and talk about the mental health and how they are having success after the game. It's an honor to introduce you guys to the beautiful, the talented Jessica O. I can't pronounce her last name, but she's going to teach me how to pronounce it. Jessica, how do you pronounce your last name?
1: Jessica Ogunoran.
0: I'm not going to try it, but say it one more time for the listeners. Jessica so Ogunoran. Great, great. And she's the CEO, founder of Just Elevate Athletic Wear. Motivation, clothing line, MAGA, sports, and wellness, fitness, mental health, and nutrition. What does MAGA means? Me and
1: average don't get along. Wow! One more mm.
0: time, I like that.
1: Me and average don't get along.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, and also she a public speaker for panels, podcasts, uh speeches, book clubs, a musical artist, spoken word artist, the podcast artist is so talented. From, um dallas texas she played d1 basketball and played basketball overseas uh, she went to high school in athens at acs is
1: that yes. correct yes that's correct okay.
0: she went to uh college at uc riverside stony brook university virginia commonwealth university played six years of college and three years professional ball um she has to be an accolade i came in it, it's it's, a, it's some podcast alone or accolades, but what are <laughs> the things you most proud of that you accomplished in? I would say high school. I know it was an MVP, the well, athlete of the year in high school in Greece, Wait, well, Athens, excuse me, yeah. and uh, yeah. college and professional. What, what are the things you most proud of?
1: Uh, in high school, I would say female student athlete of the year. That's the one I'm the most proud of. Yeah, that's major because that was after a very tough year. After my first injury and surgery, summer eleventh grade was pretty tough for me. Everybody was getting looks, and they knew, kind of knew where they were going. And for me, I just had to sit out the whole year. So twelfth grade was a hustle. So, so and a little. Injuries, too.
0: You think your senior year, it was just, uh, you had the surgery, uh, injury surgery in your junior year. Yes, I did. I oh, just came so that was back. My first, first surgery.
1: Year. Okay. First of many. Understood. Life at the, lifestyle of an athlete. Yes. Part of the game. And then later, huh? I would say for my first university at UC Riverside, Mm -hmm. um, all academic team, because when I first came to America, I had a lot of trouble with the language and the curriculum. So I spent a lot of time with my professors during office hours. So being able to manage school and my sport was big for me. I was a leading rebounder, third scorer on the team. So being able to do both, be a student-athlete, very well-balanced, um, that was important for me. Then in Stony Brook, um, all-championship team, We that was my first year in Stony Brook. I wasn't supposed to play, but I got a waiver from the NCAA, and we made history that year. Um, as a team, question?
0: Yes, the <laughs> i want to ask you.
1: So <laughs> the year... The year before I transferred, they had, I think the record was 15 and 10 or 10 and 15 wins and losses. And then the year I went, we were 25 and 10. So mm-hmm. we're just beating schools we haven't been in before. Um, the most wins since the program was in Division One, And we lost a championship game. But um, we made it there. And then at that time, Albany hadn't lost uh, like 40 games in a row. So we gave them their first loss. And they're sick wow. so it was a big year it was a turning point for me personally because I had a really tough time at UC Riverside mm-hmm. um I had went to Stony Brook after a year of not playing at all so it was just my first year getting back to the game and it went pretty well so that was important to me and it took a lot of effort mental and physical I uh but, and at VCU oh. we made history again but my role was different so it was a personal reward for me to be able to have a starting position and significant role on a team of 15 players. So that was like a personal achievement for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. And, and I'm sorry, we're talking a lot about basketball now, but i yes. asked actually the most important question. What yes. position did you play? Uh,
1: three, four and five. So growing up, I was the five, but I would I was the five, I was the tallest on my team, strongest on my team, but I would also get ball screens and shoot, and then when I came to America for my first university, we didn't really have positions, we played everywhere, so all around, we played motion, and then in Stony Brook, I was a three, and then when I went to VCU, I was the four, but guarded the five.
0: Nice, and, yep. you, and you also mentioned that you played professionally uh, for three years, uh, yes. what teams do you play for, and how was I- that appearance?
1: Interesting. Uh, I play for Leganes. It's a professional team in Madrid, Spain. I played for it by Sabal. It's in Basque Country, northern Spain, close to France. Okay. And then I played in Hindu, and that was in Argentina. Then I also played professional before before it comes to the United States for a in Athens, Greece. So. Oh, so you went back home for a quick second. Yes, I did. Nice. I sure nice. did. Nice. Okay.
0: So so what? Um... What made you stop playing ball professionally?
1: <laughs> my heart. <laughs> so it wasn't really a decision that I made. Life okay. kind of told me that, hey, it's time. It's time. Uh, okay. I stopped in 2019. Mm-hmm. And what happened? I had my third injury, my third big injury. And that was when I was in Spain, playing for a bike What happened is that I broke my fifth metatarsal, that's a bone on your foot? yes. But it was only broken, <clears throat> and I didn't have any displacement. So the doctors thought that it was going to heal on its own without surgery. So I was misdiagnosed for seven months and on bed rest. So that was the time where after seven months, the seventh doctor in America, because initially I was in Spain, told me I do need surgery, and it would take me an additional two months to heal. So overall, it was just a nine-month bed rest long period of not working and I had to get overseas.
0: going. So I, I, I spent half of much. the time
1: overseas and half of the time in the United States. Okay,
0: nice, nice. So That's so kind of how I was how I transition. Nice. Uh sound like a good transition. Uh hate I hear hate danger. I yes. can imagine the the headaches and the long days. But uh really? but 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 how <laughs> was health like um going to college and after college.
1: Uh, before and after college, mental health. Well, <laughs> uh, before college, let's say, and during college in the beginning, I mm-hmm. was in that survival mode. If I'm sure you've heard about that. That instead of, I just got to get my own. I just, you know, no matter yes. what it takes type of mentality. Mm-hmm. Beast um, mode. Beast mode. Oh, yes. Beast mode is different. You can <laughs> I, be in beast mode and not interfere with mm-hmm. other people's journeys and just worry about you. But it was more of the survival mentality, just get my own at all costs. Okay. And then that kind of affected the decisions I made when it came to college and where I was going to go and how long I stayed in institutions. Um, that kind of changed over time as I was changing colleges and having better experiences. But once I graduated and went overseas, that's really when my mentality started changing. Okay. Uh, I started reading. So once I started reading, my mental health got better from the aspect of realizing that basketball can be my escape Mm -hmm. Uh, and the solution to everything. I had to start facing the issues that, you know, that kind of brought me to the United States. I got kind of got me into basketball from the first place. So I would say that from that aspect, I learned to face my issues from the aspect of the from the sport I'm still going
0: through it so <laughs> well, let me ask you a question so you say you was you was reading to uh, deal with your mental health so what was the yes. favorite, what, what, name some of your favorite your two favorite books that help you uh that, that help you get through your you know the long days dealing with your mental health
1: I will tell you the I've read a lot um I'll tell you the two books that had a interesting impact on me So when I first went overseas, the book that I read was You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Very random, it's a very business career, entrepreneurial. However, for me, it just unlocked that space, I don't know, a part of my mind where it was like, in reality, I'm in full control of Mm -hmm. what's going on. So even if the circumstances are not ideal, based on my definition of ideal, I can still make something happen. So it kind of locked that for me. And then I started playing basketball like I used to before I was subjected to all types of experiences with coaches and whatnot. And then the second book, um, it was The Alchemist, which is a very popular book.
0: Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, it was recommended to me while I was in UC Riverside by one of the assistant coaches, but I was still very basketball oriented. So I did not read it. I listened to it, but it didn't hit that. I think I was... Uh, I was a sophomore when it was recommended to me. And then I read it again five years later. And that's kind of where it, it really resonated resonated with me. Because the whole idea is that you're going on this journey. This person is going on this journey to find this treasure. And then they get there. And what they were really looking for is where they was. So really, everything you need is within you, as opposed to what's trying to find the next things. You can find the thing where you are at. So those were the two books that really
0: impacted me. So, like some powerful books, and happy that you was able to uh, read those books and help you with your you know with your mental health journey. Uh, how do you start playing basketball? When do you know that your game was good enough to take it to the next level?
1: I started at the age of fourteen. Um, I was hey, trash. Were... <laughs> okay. Okay. I was trash. Everybody at uh, in my age were way more advanced than me. I was okay. so trash. Okay. Um, and then a year later, I just, I mean, my brother, let's take it there. My brother kind of pushed, forced, influenced, encouraged me to play basketball, and he was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was convinced that's what I was supposed to do. So he kind of pushed me into that. I wanted to play soccer. He wasn't for it. Um. But, yeah, I started. I was pretty trash. And then a year later, I just started having an impact. I started playing with the professional team, the women of my team, when I was 15. So I was playing with 30 year olds. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. It was balling on them. Okay, so yes. how did that app? How did
0: that impact your outlook on basketball? Oh,
1: basketball was my oh,
0: yeah. big girls. Uh, you was playing, You were playing with professionals at age 15. So yes. that was a lot about your game. Yes. So so so. Like, and my
1: work ethic.
0: And your work. I'll say my
1: work ethic more than okay. anything else um that's kind of where my mentality of just trying to be the best that i can be started okay um i come from a very interesting background so the so basketball and how well i did really dictated my values. so basketball became my that's how people knew me okay um so yeah you know i'm not the type of person that talks a lot i just let my game speak for itself and my work speak for itself so mm. That's kind of when that mentality started. Okay. Yeah. So
0: guys, your question is, so with all of that, you playing that that's pretty impressive, playing with uh on a profession playing with professional basketball players at 15. How did that um what well, well, that's a design factor that make basketball your number one sport? Like, I can't really do this, man. I got some game.
1: Well
0: uh, go all the way with it.
1: Well, I really wanted to break dance. So I used to rig dance and I used to dance and we had a crew and we used to battle. Um, but my first injury, like I said, it was my uh, ninth grade, uh, 11th grade. So that's when I was playing basketball and I was also battling out there. And then my knee started hurting me. And then I went to the doctor and they told me that I have to choose between basketball and break dancing. So at the time, basketball was more promising. I was getting okay. paid. Mm-hmm. at that age. And it was important for me to get paid. but you know, breakdancing was not getting us paid. besides whenever we won some little competitions. Mm-hmm. So that's when I made a decision to just shift to basketball. It was just more promising. And at the time, I didn't know how America was as far as dancing is big here, but yes, okay. I didn't know that at the time.
0: H- have you been to America before you decided to play basketball in America or? No, Outside, I did not. Oh, okay. Okay. I hadn't been here before coming. No. Nice. How about I say you know uh breakdance is an Olympic sport now in 2024.
1: <laughs> Listen, I'm happy to see that because there's there's is, there is a lot of passion and talent that should oh, be yeah. rewarded.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah. So and that that's crazy. So you just like you know you should just you should you should be like you should like, do both. We came to America. Break. Were well, you gonna
1: um <laughs> provide me with a knee? I needed a knee to do them. Yeah, I needed both of my niece to
0: break down serve basketball. So, I had, make, I had to make
1: a smart decision, especially with um, my background. Yeah,
0: you definitely made a good, a good, a good decision. Happy that you decided to play basketball. You know, uh, uh, share your talent with the world. So, really appreciate you doing that. So, what was your transition like uh, after basketball? Uh,
1: well, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, It wasn't a decision to retire when I retired. And I still put quote unquote on that because if the right opportunity arises, I'll still play. Um, But so in 2017, that's when I had my second surgery. I tore my Achilles. And I was in Argentina. And then when they recruited, when they drafted me into that league, it was a national league. You know, I was getting interviews and people were stopping me on the street and whatnot. And then you get injured and everything changes for you. And that kind of, that brought everything into perspective for me. That's when I started my clothing line. Now it's just Elevate Activewear because I rebranded. But at the time, it was called F.U. Find Yourself Mm -hmm. for two reasons. One, because we shouldn't judge a book by its cover. And we should always give people a chance to tell their story. So you see F you, you think all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you ask the question, you see it's find yourself. And I that was the title of my brand because I needed to find who I was outside of basketball. So what I did, that's when I started blogging and just creating social media posts that had to do with, Hey, dear athlete, I know you love basketball or softball or football or whatever it is, but let's see what else you're good at. So... That's really when that started me realizing that, okay, I have to see what else I'm good at beyond my athletic skills and start using my degrees. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. You say degrees. How many degrees do you have?
1: I have four.
0: Oh, you got to tell us. Four degrees. (laughs) We need to know. That's pretty Um, impressive.
1: Thank you. Uh, My bachelor's is in political science, Spanish, and French. And my first master's is in public policy analysis. My second master's is in computer information system security. And my third master's is in sport leadership.
0: Okay, I got to ask you, okay, we talk a lot about life after basketball, because that's a lot. Okay, what impact does that have on your mental health since you can't play the sport that you love Yes, very yeah, accurate. Because that you became a successful, you know, businesswoman, but, you know, does it have any impact on your mental health that you can't play ball anymore?
1: Yes, I'm still transitioning. Okay. Um, you read all these books, and you listen to podcasts and book clubs and everything. Are there certain things that you've learned to make innate? You know, I started playing basketball when I was 14, and that's that was the most valuable thing for me until 40 years ago, so... 12 years of my life, that was the one thing that made me the happiest. And now I have all these degrees that I can say I'm using at the moment. Um, And I'm just learning how I can teach others to not be in the position that I was, because I went through a few dark places to get to the point that I am now, where I can see that I'm more than a number, a jersey number, a statistic, or a team so it's a work in progress it's going to be a work in progress for mm-hmm. a while but it's worth it
0: well well we happy that you know uh you um you, uh, you're on the personal podcast talk about your journey because you just know you're not the only athlete you know like you say mm-hmm. uh athletes are judged by the numbers the color their jersey but you know it's bigger than the game you know uh yeah. there's life after the game and there is. And I think athletes that really prepare themselves for life after the game, like as soon as possible, because you never know. Injury can you know, injury happens, coaching staff may change. You know, there's so many different variables that can change your uh you know your journey. So so happy that you know you sharing your story with us. Absolutely. And uh and, and also that you know, since you became a successful businesswoman. In some mm-hmm. areas, from you know, from musical to uh, being a personal training, it's, it's so much that you know I can talk about. Uh, have you accomplished everything that you wanted on the court before you you know you decide to uh, explore other options outside the outside the um, court?
1: Statistically, I haven't, no. which is why it's hard to say I've retired fully. I haven't done that statistically, but as far as mentally, yes. And what I mean by that, when I said that I read the book "You Are a Badass" by Jen Sincero, and that was my turning point. I had went through a couple of years where I had restricted myself as a player, and I was self-sabotaging myself. I would be having a good game first half, and then I would be overthinking like, "Oh, I don't want to be too good," which is not the mentality I had before coming to the U.S. I was always mm-hmm. like, "Just keep going," you know, as much as you can get. Um, uh i lost my train
0: of thought no, no you're talking about uh, <laughs> your mentality playing
1: oh yeah if i accomplished that yes. you
0: came to the u.s yes
1: so yes yeah, statistically no but once i read that book the fact that i real i unlocked that part of my brain where it was like no matter what people have told you that you are what you can or cannot do you are what you choose to do from that aspect I feel fulfilled because I was able to prove to myself that the moment I make the decision, I put in the work, and I believe in myself, I'm able to do what I know I can do. And my last season overseas, I transferred midway. Uh, I changed teams to midway, which was very important for me because I left the team not because I wasn't playing, but because the mentality, the culture did not align with my mentality of just winning. And that was a decision that I would have struggled making a couple years uh, earlier. So I left the team. I went to a team with a better mentality and a growth mindset. And I was hitting my goals, double-doubles. So that was my thing. That had always been my thing. But from that aspect, yes, to see my own strength and to see that the power is within me, yes. Statistically, no. (laughs) But. (laughs) for you okay
0: okay so but mm-hmm. now you're doing major things um what's next for you and and, and how can we help you you know because you got the the colon line yes um there's so many uh you're a public speaker yes you had you had the Magna sports and wellness yes Ma- maga sports Magna. wellness uh specialized in fitness mental health nutrition so how can we help you? And how can the athletes reach out to you? Or any anybody that listens, you know, find themselves going through a transition in a dark space, dark place in life, and trying to, you know, transition out and stay relevant after the game. How can how can the people contact you?
1: And well, give information? I'm everywhere. Okay, where I try to be. Okay, um, a couple things on that. One, I'm I'm available. So, athletes that are looking to transfer, even athletes that are just starting or just ended their career i'm available and there should be no hesitation to reaching out asking questions see what i can do to help i'm very open to helping that's what makes me feel fulfilled now that basketball is over um so i'm making that putting that out there for everyone to know um i have a ig pages just Fit. that's my fitness page you visited it you saw the work uh, yeah. Underscore Jesse J E S S Y underscore Fit F I T underscore, so that's fitness related, nutrition related, mental health. I think you can't talk about fitness without talking about mental health. It's mental and physical health that completes the picture. And I have another page with my motivational clothing line, Elevate Apparel, which is L-E-V-8 Apparel. Um, and those are the two social media pages that I have for now. But what I am starting today is a book club, which I will also be doing by my um, merch, my clothing line social media page. And it's called okay. Piecing Piecing My Puzzle, Putting Things Together While Also Accomplishing Peace. And then I'm also gonna start my own podcast. Nice. Okay. Yes. Okay, um, and I'm still just, well, it's gonna be I've decided to separate it. Okay. kind of section it so through my fitness page it's all going to be about discipline structure organization and developing the habits that will lead you to where you want to go so that's going to be my fitness related Madga. me and average don't get along mentalities i get it done i do what i have to do to make it happen so there is no really space for it you know procrastination on that one it's going to be very direct short and direct like. and then For um, my artist page, which is I Am Fluid P, it will be more of authenticity and self-expression. So there'll be spoken word. There were gonna be some poems that I'll be sharing um, that will be very open as far as, you know, dealing with what life throws at you and expressing those feelings as they come. So you kind of realize where you're at. Um, And then through my book clubs, one of the books that we're gonna start reading is it didn't start with you, which is related to trauma. This is what we're doing now. The next one is winning by um Grove. It's gonna be going through that process together appealing with people that don't necessarily know you, which it makes it easier to talk about how you really feel. Mm-hmm. But it would be patience and just nurturing each other, videos, you know, cameras on if they if you want to. If you don't want to, that's fine. But just
0: knowing that you have someone to talk to which i think is one of the most important things to have in life agree agree you know <laughs> no matter what you're doing uh you know you know uh, it's, it's part of life you know you go through the ups and downs and and to have resources you like know, you're feel, feeling down and out blue i call it feeling blue yeah. and resources to get you all that you know out of that place yep. so that's great love what you're doing love what you're doing and i mean from all the businesses um, you're doing. When uh, we see nothing but the best of success. Thank you. Uh, is, there, is there anything you want to tell the viewers or, you know, do you have anything to tell the listeners?
1: Um, a couple things. Number one, one of my goals is to implement uh, a mentorship program for student athletes in college starting from their last senior year in high school, leading all the way to their senior year in college. And that mentorship program will be a program that will progressive, progressively teach the student athlete or reveal to the student athlete other things that they're good at. So it's coming, I'm doing my work. You know Beautiful. what I'm saying? So that's one thing that, that you know, it may feel like you're alone or no one is seeing your struggle or understanding what you're going through. But there are a lot of us that have been there um, and, you know, it's in the process. We're, we're going to do what we're supposed to do to make it better for you. Um, and I would say, hey, don't let anyone dim your light and make you think that you're less than you are. You're always going to deserve the best. You should always make that decision that makes you feel at your highest. Um, and it's not going to make sense to most people, even to your own family at times. But at the end of the day, you're the one putting in the work You're the one with the vision and it's your vision. That's why you're the only one that can see it. It's okay if others don't understand it, your results will speak louder than any word you can state. So just don't give up and know that we're here for you. Um, And we mean it, because we hear it a lot. I'm here for you and what can I do for you and blah, blah, blah. But there are a lot of people that say that and they mean that and there are resources even if it's a page a day of a book or five minutes of a podcast, that could be that little boost of energy that you need to make it to the next day. You just gotta win the day.
0: Tell me about it. So beautiful! Wow. Uh, we definitely gotta do a, a another podcast. We got we, we, we got we gotta go. On la- we gotta elaborate on everything you talk about. Of, uh, Absolutely. About the, the transition. So listeners it's not the last you're gonna hear from uh, jessica oh, she she got so much to do if we're gonna do another podcast uh, about about athletes transition so um from from sports to life after sports so we'd love to um what can we i just want to thank you for sharing your story with our podcast we wish you many many blessings success with your business endeavors and thank you all the listeners who join us today and um we have new episodes every two weeks so please uh Check us out on Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, uh, wherever you get your podcast on, but y'all on, on all major platforms. And Ms. Jessica O, many blessings. Thanks again. Thank you. Many blessings to you too. Thank you for all
1: that
0: you do. Thank you for, thank you as well. So thank you for all the you want to do, about to do and been, and been doing. So please okay. keep grinding.
1: <laughs> we'll do that. We'll but do that.
0: Appreciate it. Have a good day. Bye. Thank
1: you, you too, dear.